Welcome to Leveling Up the Podcast with Alethea Tucker. I'm so happy that you're listening today. My goal is to bring something new, something promising. I plan to bring conversation, resources, and wisdom around the things that are holding us back from going for our best. We'll talk about everyday life and careers. I'll bring us dialogue designed to dig deep and identify our passions. We'll talk about the limits that you need to let go of and the promise that you need to grab a hold of. I'll interview women who bring valuable insight to the table. We'll have opportunities for Q&A and we'll talk resources to help along the way. There are levels to this and we'll hit them all starting at the ground floor. We all have dreams and now is our time to level up. Ground Floor A few years ago, I ran into a college classmate at one of our reunions. Uh, We spent most of the weekend together. As we were leaving and saying our goodbyes, She commented on how she had an awesome time and how wonderful it was to catch up with me. She said, I have had so much fun. You are so funny. I don't remember you being this funny in college. (laughs) As I drove away from the campus, I said to myself, I think that was a compliment. Her comments made me think, though. It made me think back to college and my early years in school. I've always had a sense of humor. However, I don't think I laughed a lot until I got a little older. I know I know that sounds strange, but it's true. I think I stopped taking myself so seriously as I aged. It was a slow process, but as I lived life day to day, I learned to trust God more worry less, and laugh more. (laughs) Laughter helps me see that in the full scheme of things, life really isn't so bad. So your affirmation. Remember that a merry heart doeth good like a medicine, but a broken spirit drieth the bones. That's Proverbs 7.22. I will not take myself so seriously. I'll try to find joy in what I do, even in the situations that don't seem so joyous, on the days when I don't feel so triumphant, when I feel that my Sundays aren't so wonderful, and when the start of my week looks totally chaotic. I promise to find joy Somewhere, somehow, in something that I see or that I do. Because you only live life once. And surely you want to spend most of it happy. I want to spend most of it happy and filled with joy. Welcome to this episode of the podcast. I am absolutely thrilled 
to have yet another author of Reinvented to Rise with me. Today's author, well, our first author is Kizzy McCray Shepherd. Kizzy, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much, Alethea. And thank you for having me on your podcast today. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, this whole series that I have been uh, doing with the authors, it's just been so rich. You know, we already know that the stories in the book are rich and, you know, just have lots of, of gems that they all contain. But, you know, that's just the upfront personal uh, conversation person to person has been wonderful because we really get to hear the heart of the authors. So I'm looking forward to our discussion today. Thank you. I am. I am. So I always start out by asking the authors to just tell us a little bit. Tell us a little bit about you, Kizzy. Well, um, again, my name is Kizzy McCray Shepherd. I am the Limitless Thought Leader and founder of Limitless Possibilities Now, LLC. And um, by day, I am a nurse practitioner. I am a devoted woman of God, a wife, mother, speaker, and now a best-selling author. Yay! And I am yes, so you are. excited for um, what we have done and what God has allowed us to do with Reinvented to Rise, um, this anthology and your vision coming to life um, with yes. limitless possibilities. I really truly just focus in on the, the whole person helping them to move past the limited mindset into a limitless mindset. So that's mm. kind of a little about what I do. Yes. Yes. And that that's a little, but that's a lot. What you offer is definitely needed. Um, and just the name alone is what I love. Limitless possibilities. That means there are many. <laughs> yes, yes. That means there are many, many possibilities. Awesome. Awesome. So, you know, other than the fact that I reached out to you directly, I've, I've been asking the authors this also, and I did reach out to everyone who participated. <laughs> But what made you decide to be a co-author in Reinvented to Rise? To be honest, um, I would have to say it was the pull that I received from God because of of your personality, your Mm. grace, and I felt pulled to be a part of what you were doing. And I was determined to no longer go on letting what society looks at as a failure or what I assume to be a failure to keep me captive. Mm -hmm. And I realized that, you know, you have to move past that. You have to thrive and and in order to thrive, you need to own it. And I decided, hey, I'm going to put this in writing, something that I do not talk about. I am going to let the world hear it, read it, mm. see it, and now letting the enemy know you no longer have me bound. Absolutely. Whew, that's good. That's good. And, you know, um, we are both affiliated with the Sean Fair Leadership 
tour. And that's where I was first introduced to you, Kizzy. I heard you speak and I heard your topic then and just the way you spoke and how I knew you were pouring out your heart about it and how you were passionate. I said, you know, this is somebody here I know who has some experience with reinventing. And that is the main reason I reached out to you. And so I am so happy that something that I said, you know, sparked an interest and and touched your heart so that you were, you know, interested and willing to be a part of this project. I so value what each of you have contributed. And it's what makes this book so rich, you know, it's what makes it so believable because people are able to look at it and, you know, see faces that look like them. And the stories in the book sound like things that they've gone through. And I'm hoping that they, you know, the stories not only resonate with them, but the outcome will resonate with them or show them, you know, that this is something that they can do. Um, Here is evidence. These authors have given us evidence of being able to persevere and to rise. So I'm glad that you decided to be a co-author. And uh, I thank you (laughs) for helping to add to the richness of of what this book offers. Thank you so much. Thank you, Alethea. And I must agree everyone was authentic yes and i found myself reading everyone's story and crying and wiping tears mm-hmm. like yes i could as if i was there so absolutely absolutely and you know over time we we also um developed a relationship with the the women you know all of yes. us yes. um we got to know one another and that's something that i am determined to make sure that we continue to foster that because we've got lots more to pour into people. The book was just the beginning. And I know it's just the beginning for a lot of the authors, Um, you know, first time authors, they have other projects coming along and uh, we're going to talk to you some more about that uh, a little later. But, you know, for many, this was, you know, the catalyst, this was just the starting point for many, you know, for others, they've written before, But I think what stands out with everyone is the fact that the whole rise piece of it, the opportunity to let people know that no matter the situation, they can rise from it. So people just got joy in writing about that, you know, Um, and I'm grateful and I know others will be when they when they read the stories. So what advice, you know, would you have for someone else? who is reinventing for another woman who's out there um, who may not know that they need to reinvent, you know, they need something different and don't know what it is, or they realize they need to. And all of the negative things are, you know, hanging on their ear and, and feeding them the lies that those negative things feed us. What would, what advice would you give someone like that? The first thing that I would say is to fall on your knees, Mm. to pray, to seek wisdom from the one who provides wisdom. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid to reinvent. In fact, Mm. embrace it because nothing and no one can destroy what God has built. 
we are all a work in progress and mm-hmm. we are here as repurposed people, men, women for his purpose. Mm. Mm. I love that. We are all here as repurposed people, men and women for his purpose. I love it. And repurposed people have to reinvent. Yes. And, you know, it's not just one time. There are many reinventions that occur. But yes. the goal, the goal in all of it is to reinvent, to rise to better. Um, you know, and if there's another reinvention after that, then we're looking to rise to better than that. So it's the rise um, that we are really focused on when we reinvent because we want better. We want better and we know better is there. I love what you said. I really love that. Thank you. So we, you know, we've, the book is out now. I've been saying that, making sure to say that and available in paperback and uh, via Amazon Kindle. You can still go online and get that. And people may have read the story, not all of them. So what I want you to do is tell us a little about your chapter without telling us about your chapter. <laughs> Give you. us just a little to, to whet our appetite, an appetizer, so to speak. So my chapter is about how to reinvent after a divorce. Mm. So often we stay in what's not meant to be because we're we're trying to fulfill what society says that it should be or we're trying to fulfill the little white dress what we've dreamed about and as childhood in childhood and we're trying to live it out and when it doesn't work that way sometimes we tend to stay mm. but i knew that i had to reinvent And if I didn't, that it would be detrimental to me because I could not and could no longer actually lose myself in what was not put together by God. In fact, I said often, I was once in a contract, no longer. Today, I am in a covenant promise, one that was predestined by God. Yes, yes. The covenant promise is totally different from a contract. You know, um, contracts, of course, are legally binding. Um, the covenant is also binding, but and that's binding with God. Right. You know, that is binding with God. So that whole covenant is is a different contract, so to so to speak. Yes. And um, what you just said, you know, is going to bless so many people who are dealing with the same thing and and just trying to figure out, you know, I, I came into this forever and ever. Amen. And, you know, how do I go on if I'm not able to stay forever and ever? Amen. How does what is God thinking about this? How do I look at myself? How are others looking You know, there's so many people who struggle with that. So the fact that, you know, you pour your heart out in this chapter and, you know, reveal your pain and and the struggle that you had and, 
and um, not just the struggle in the relationship itself, but the struggle that you had in making the decision to go forward, you know, and, and, and to do something different and to go for the God way. So I know, um, you know, I always say that there's somebody out there who needs to hear that story. You know, your story is yours, of course, but it's the answer that so many people need. It may just be one person out there who needs to hear how you came through this situation, but it's definitely for someone. And I believe it's for many people, um, not just one person. So, um, Again, I encourage you, please get the book. I mean, Kizzy's story definitely and all of the stories in there uh, will definitely sow into your life and definitely uh, add value. You will be able to see yourself in one of these stories. I can just about guarantee you that. <laughs> I could just about guarantee you that. Thank you. Thank you. That was that was great, Kizzy. Thank you. That was really great. So you, let me ask you this, is the story that you talk about in the book, was that your only reinvention? I mean, you don't have to share unless you, (laughs) but I have over the years, I have found myself reinventing in some shape or form. Um, And through that process, I've heard God tell me time and time, trust the process. That's the process. And sometimes I kept myself from reinventing because I was having an inner conflict on how to reinvent, Mm. as I said before, or what society has made me think things should be. I had to realize that I had to trust the process and that I had to step outside of the box that we are put in. And Mm -hmm. that in order for me, to be limitless in order for me to reinvent, I had to embrace being limitless. And in fact, for my many reinventions, that's how Mm -hmm. limitless possibilities now was birthed. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Like I said, you know, this, this, the reinvention that we talk about in the book, isn't our only reinvention. It's not our first rodeo, so to speak. We There are many situations, many things in life that cause us to have to go back and change our entire perspective. It yes. could be small things, you know. Um, but the point is, you know, we know when change is needed and you go for it. That is the goal in, you know, the reinvention process. That is the absolute goal, always striving for better always striving for better. So you've been talking about limitless possibilities. Tell us a little more about this. This sounds like it's really your your baby, something that your heart is really in. And it sounds like something that is making the difference in the lives of many. So tell us a little about that. Yes. So with limitless possibilities, as I said before, it was birth forth in a time when I continued to hear God say, trust the process. Mm-hmm. You are not bound by things that limit you. you. We continue to hear people say, oh, reach for the stars. You know, mm-hmm. the sky is the limit. And in fact, when you hear those very words, the sky is the limit, 
limits have been placed on you. And God explained to me that there's limitless possibilities with me because I am infinite. And at that moment, as I began to embrace that, that's when it was birthed forth. And God says, I want people to know that the the women, the professionals to know that they have limitless possibilities in every aspect of their lives. And so I focus in telling them that you can have limitless possibilities in business and parenting and in health, all while restoring the joy in your marriages if they need it or um, self-care because Mm self-care is a must. And if you do not include self-care, you are destroying yourself from the inside out. And that is another way I had to reinvent as well, which you've heard that story when Mm -hmm. I was, we, some of us have that super woman, um, mentality and we think that we can just do it all and we have and we try to master it all but we can't and then while we're doing that we're not realizing that we're damaging the inner man ourselves Mm -hmm. our health and so um with limitless possibilities that's basically i inspire everyone that i come in contact with i encourage them I assist them with the cultivation process of birthing forth their dreams, as I Mm. said before, to live life abundantly in every aspect of their lives. And I do this by helping them with creating a strategic plan. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm. That's awesome. That's awesome. So do you work with clients one-on-one or do you do this in a group setting or how do you do that? So currently what I do is I have workshops. Previously, I have done one-on-one and when I was doing this, I've done this for years and never really realized that what I was doing was coaching and that I could get paid Mm -hmm. for it, you know? Yes, Um, yes. (laughs) It started as far as back as being in high school, but I remember um, specifically being in the military and when I was in the Air Force that I would do that. I would sit down with people and I would go over things with them and I would say, okay, well, this is what we need to do. And not realizing everything that I was doing was coaching up until a few years ago. And that's when I was going through that trust the process piece when God was birthing this. And I was like, I've been doing this and I've been doing it one-on-one for years. And I right. didn't realize what I was doing was a gift that had been given to me by God. And so I began to expand on it. And now currently I am doing workshops where I do more than, you know, one person. I do um, five to 10 and we just work through, work through um, different issues and it's a group setting and it's right now it's via zoom, of course. Mm -hmm. And if they want more then at that time, I will take that person on as an individual client. Um, And currently As a gift, um, I do have a workshop coming up. It's the Limitless Vision Workshop on Mm. August the 28th, Mm -hmm. um, which I am gifting this workshop as a result of Reinventing to Rise being a bestseller and each of us becoming bestselling authors. So this is a way of giving back. And the information is um, on my website, uh, which is... um, www.limitlesspossibilitiesnow.com 
And it's also on Eventbrite where you can register and it's the Limitless Vision Workshop. I love it. I love it. See, I've been telling our audience that the book is certainly not the only way that our authors plan to continue to inspire and to uh, pour into others. And Kizzy, you just came forth and gave a perfect example of that. That is wonderful. So you hear that she is giving back because of really the gift that she already gave to us, what the Lord made possible by, you know, her testimony in the book. So you definitely, you definitely want to go to her webpage. We will have, have that information again in the description section of the podcast where you will be able to go and register for this free workshop that she's doing. Again, free, (laughs) free workshop that she's doing. That's awesome. That is really, really awesome. I want to ask you something else just based on, you know, um, what, where we are currently with the pandemic and how things have been, you know, really taxing on us uh, from a healthcare perspective. And I know that your background is definitely healthcare, strong healthcare background, and just the whole physical um, and mental piece of what has been going on with us since the pandemic. Is there something that you recommend to these women? You know, much, much of um, what people need to do in the way of reinvention involves taking care of their bodies and their minds. Yes. Is there something that you recommend? Is there something that you can tell us that relates to that? as far as reinventing and making sure that self-care is a part of that? The one thing that I have is I often tell people self-care is more than a massage. Mm -hmm. We often think (laughs) if I go to the massage, I get my hair done, I get my nails done, then Mm -hmm. I have completed my self-care. And in fact, you haven't. Right. You know, right. I often tell people that even in a pandemic, you can create your own oasis in your home. Right. Take that time to yourself. Do a nice bubble bath, have a nice book, play some music, burn some really relaxed, some candles, you know, whatever it may be. It may be simply just sipping on a cup of tea, but those things allow you to relax your mind, to rejuvenate, to allows you to begin to think positive thoughts and create that mindset that you need. Because when you can create that and reset your mind, you're halfway mm-hmm. there. You're, you're more than halfway there. Yes. So yes. I often, you know, express to individuals as well um, for those who are in the work who are actually working, even Mm -hmm. the essential workers such as myself or, you know, that are on the front line or just in the grocery stores every day, Mm. I take 15 minutes at least Mm -hmm. strategically to leave out of the building. And I'm very intentional with this. I leave out of the building to soak up some sunlight just to breathe that fresh air. And to me, that is the best self-care that I could do in the middle of the day. 
Mm. It's important. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. It's funny you say that just in the past couple of weeks, because I'm still working, um, I'm I'm in the home and I have made it a point, even if I just go outside to sit on my steps for 10 or 15 minutes a day, just to take in um, some sun and just to get a change of environment and just to shut down. Yeah. You know, just to shut down, even if it's for 10 or 15 minutes, it, you'd be amazed at the difference that that makes. So, uh, yeah, thank you for that. Thank you. That is, is you know, self-care is the most important care that you can give to yourself. Absolutely. And um, it's important for us to be able to carve out those nuggets to take care of, of mind, body and soul. Correct. To take correct. care of everything. Yes, absolutely. And I like to add, Alethea, if you yes. you lack self-care, you really cannot take care of your loved ones, the ones that you want to take care of the right way, because you're continuously trying to take care of them. And, you know, it makes me think of um, a ceramic dish or cup that's cracked. So mm-hmm. you're continuously trying to help them, but you're cracked. Yes. So if you huh. can repair yourself and, you know, it makes the best, it makes the biggest difference because going outside, what you're doing is seeing that, you know, getting that sunlight helps you mm-hmm. with your mindset, because if not, it leads to depression to not have things like that. To imagine just no sunlight Yes. and what it could do to the mind. Mm-hmm. So that's just something I just wanted to add the importance of people say that self-care isn't selfish. I say that it's both, you know, it can be mm. selfish because if you're not, it's selfish and selfless because if you're not selfish to a point to take care of yourself, you cannot be selfless to take care of your family. Oh, that's good. If you're not selfish to take care of yourself, you can't be selfless to take care of your family. That is so true. That is so, so true. And, you know, people often say you can't pour from an empty cup and you can't pour from a cracked cup either, just like you just said, because that cracked cup is 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 already, you know, leaking some yes. something that's very important to you. Yeah. And what you're trying to pour out, you can't give because you're losing it along the way. So I, I love what you said. I love it. I love it. So you, we've already said, you know, have reinvented a couple of times. What, how do you, what do you feel you offer the world now as a reinvented woman? How much better do you think you are now that you have reinvented? I'm no longer afraid to embrace the challenges. Mm. I'm no longer afraid of the product after reinventing. Because sometimes we don't reinvent because we're afraid of the unfamiliar. Uh, But at uh times, sometimes the unfamiliar creates overflow and blessings. So I've just learned that every situation that I've ever been in is working out for my good. Uh And I just continue to trust God in it. Yes. Yes. That's what we have to do. 
That is key. That whole trust piece of it is absolutely key. Because without trusting him, um, there's so much of our life that we would have questions about and so much that we just wouldn't be able to, to move forward on. But that whole trust piece of it helps us to be able to go on. Absolutely. Yes. Mm, absolutely. This has been so rich, Kizzy. Thank you so, so much. Thank you so much. As we close out, I always ask the authors, is there a resource that you would like to recommend to the audience? Well, as far as a resource, if I had to recommend any particular book per se, Mm-hmm. Other than reinvented to rise, that would be number one. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> the second one would be the secret. Mm. I found that to be a book of value when I read it many years ago. Also, I have a free ebook on my site that I think is valuable. That it will help. Um, with the reinventing process and just kind of just getting yourself together with forming um, a mindset that is limitless. Mm-hmm. And um, those would be like my resources. And I know I gave more than one. That's okay. I had to give reinvented to rise. Yeah. Number one spot. That's right. <laughs> that is right. Now you mentioned um, the secret. Is that the one by? Do you know if that's the one by Rhonda Byrne? Is that the one yes. you're referring? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Definitely. That's a wonderful resource right there. A wonderful resource. And good. And your freebie. And we're like I said, I'm going to put the information in the chat so people will know how to get that. Um. Because definitely that is worth having. Definitely worth having. Well, Kizzy, that's it for us today. Thank you so much again for being with me. I greatly appreciate um, you being a part of the book. And of course, I appreciate what you've brought us here today and the rich conversation we've had. Thank you so much again, Alethea, for having me, for extending that hand, that invite. Um, It has truly been a blessing. Oh, thank you. Yes, the blessing has been mine as well. It's definitely been mine as well. And we'll be right back. So don't go anywhere. Welcome back to Leveling Up the Podcast. And with me for the second portion of today's episode is co-author Valerie Thompson, again, one of our co-authors from Reinvented to Rise. Valerie, thanks so much for being with us. Welcome. Thank you, Alethea. I'm very happy to be here. <laughs> yes, well, we're we're happy to have you. You know, I met Valerie um, some time ago. Valerie was uh, a guest on our podcast. Actually, when I first started the podcast, she was one of the first guests that we had. So um, I enjoyed having her then. And I know that you all are going to find what she has to tell you today 
uh, rewarding as well. I know that you will. I know that you will. And I'm so happy that she was one of our co-authors for this project, Reinvented to Rise. Absolutely. So Valerie, tell us a little bit about yourself. Thank you. So again, my name is Valerie C. Thompson. I was created in purpose, on purpose for God's huge purpose. I love to inspire, encourage, and uplift women. And so I am a mother of three. I am a grandmother of beautiful twins, (laughs) a boy and a girl. (laughs) I am in the process as we speak of reinventing myself. I am a life coach, a speaker, and an author. And I am a woman who loves, I love hearing the stories of other women. It, it really encourages me. Mm. And I love to hear where people have come from, what they've been through and, and how they're operating in the world today. So that just brings me joy. So I'm just, I'm very excited to be here and be part of this book as I am reinventing myself currently. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. And I just love your energy, Valerie. You you always have the energy to just light up a room, not to mention, you know, that is like the core piece of what's needed if you're trying to motivate people. So I know, I know that uh, you are motivating and empowering. I've seen it firsthand. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. I've seen it firsthand. So tell me this, why did you decide to be a co-author in the book? Hmm. I decided to be a co-author in the book <laughs> because it stood out to, <laughs> first of all, you, you, um, you were doing it. So I, I appreciate the no. woman that you are. I love your spirit. And I said, well, the project, you know, we, we kind of, we were in contact already. So yes. for me, the word reinvent really stuck out. And, and mm. because I was, I was in a uh, situationship, a 20 plus year domestic violence relationship that I knew I was mm. coming out of, but physically I, I didn't come out until I, um, until last year, I want to say in December. And so the mm. timing of this book mm-hmm. was so perfect because literally I'm reinventing myself um, as a new woman. Uh, as a new woman, uh, ready to mm-hmm. to do something different, ready to be in healthy relationship with myself, <laughs> ready to explore right. and be curious right. about Valerie. So it was perfect. Mm. And I like how you said that, to be in a healthy relationship with myself. Mm-hmm. I think so many women kind of miss that when they're coming out of situations, um, you know, that were not healthy, situations between you and someone else. They don't realize that they have to get healthy with themselves first before they can even really battle that. I really like the way you said that. I love that. So what advice would you give to another woman, um, you know, who needed to reinvent? Mm. They may not even know that they need to reinvent. They may see it as, you know, I'm in a situation, um, I'm in a relationship, I'm on a job, I am at a mental place, um, you know, I am interacting with children, anything that you know, may prompt you to need to make a change. 
um, you know, they know something different is needed. They may not see it as reinvention. They just may see it as, I know I'm stuck and I know I need to do something. Mm. What advice would you give to someone who is in that situation? Mm, that was good. That was very, very, very good questions. Uh, oh. and, and, and you're speaking directly to me. So thank you. And, and that's, oh, wow. <laughs> that's just it. When you feel mm. stuck, I felt stuck. And I, I always know if you want, if you or I, or I always knew if you want, if you want change, you have to be the change. I had mm-hmm. to literally. So the advice that I would give to any woman out there listening, you literally have to become someone that you're not. Uh, example: I'm an I'm an introvert. I really had to become an extrovert. Meaning, I started joining different groups on Facebook. I I, I literally researched um, top black coaches. You know, I I started to dig. I I put myself out there. I actually uh, began to do some of my first speaking engagements in that season because I knew I had to disrupt the norm. I knew I had to step from the uh, familiar to the unfamiliar. You know, you got, you got to go mm-hmm. from the known to the unknown and it's a faith walk. So literally mm-hmm. I joined Facebook groups, different, different groups. I put myself out there and invested in me um, for speaking engagements, literally putting myself out there and becoming co-authors or or a co-author in other books so Mm -hmm. totally stepping out of my comfort zone but i knew i had to do Mm -hmm. that so that's the Mm -hmm. advice you have to you 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 have to become that person you want to (laughs) be you know and and yes and it's going to be uncomfortable but the more that you do it the more boldly you become to walk confidently in that direction Yes, I like that. Yeah. And it sounds crazy, but it is so true. You have to become that person that you want to be. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't happen overnight. Nope. You know, and just as you described it, it was a process for you. You mm-hmm. started doing things. You started, you know, going in, uh, being co-authors in other books and speaking and and that whole comfort zone thing can be so paralyzing. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm hearing you talk about it and I know about it personally, um, you know, for myself, because you just, it feels good to just sit in what's familiar. Oh, yes. And, you know, <laughs> even if sometimes it's, you know, I mean, yes. as much as it's uncomfortable, it's comfortable. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Exactly. I knew exactly what you meant. And it's like, you know, you just, after a while, you just kind of put yourself in the frame of mind of, you know, I'm here. It's been okay. It'll continue to be okay. I don't know what's out there. It may not be so good out there. So I'm just going to sit here, you know, where it's all right. And you just remain stagnant and miserable. Mm And it's scary. It is really, really scary coming out of your comfort zone, particularly when you're being, you know, being forced to. There are times when you can kind of ease out, you know, (laughs) little by little. There's nothing really pushing you. But as you were saying, you know, you had to come out of your comfort zone. You didn't really have time to. Um, you know, sit and think about it. You just had to do it. I here's the and here's the thing. I think I sat and thought about it for way too long. That's the thing. <laughs> that's, mm-hmm. that's the thing. Mm-hmm. So when God began to speak to me again about it, like it's it's either you're going, yeah, you're either going to do it or you're not. You're either going to trust me or you're not. So there was mm-hmm. no more time, yes, to 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 contemplate, 
just jump in. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So this just, you know, as many of the stories in the book, uh, you know, is just evidence of someone who is able to come out of that comfort zone and to persevere and to do or die and actually come out and live. You know, this may be the the testimony that some woman out there needs yes. reading your story. They need to see that they can come out of the situation and come out not just surviving, but thriving. Yes. So um, I'm glad to hear that you told us, you know, what it takes to actually get out and to be able to thrive. <laughs> I'm glad you did. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you so much. <laughs> so... The book is out, you know, um, I'm sure some people have read it. Everybody hasn't read it. So tell me a little about your chapter without giving us your chapter. (laughs) (laughs) So I want them to hear about it a little from you, but I want them to really read the full story in the book. Right. (laughs) So I I will not share too much. I want to give the title. Is that okay? And 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 then just, just a little bit. And then we'll we'll flow after that. That'll be that. okay. Because you got to get the book. Fine. You got to get the book. So that's right. <laughs> so my chapter is titled "Reinvented on purpose, on purpose for purpose." Mm. And so as, and I go back to when you when you allowed me to introduce myself. I was created to move in purpose on purpose for God's huge purpose. So with that, everything in life that we go through is for purpose, Uh, whether we say it's good or bad, it's for purpose. So my chapter speaks to purpose. I went through this, whatever that was, because purpose has to be fulfilled. Like I'm predestined, you're predestined. So whatever we go through is for purpose. It's up to us to get still, to get quiet and understand what our purpose is. And Mm -hmm. in that, you will be called to become um, a little more curious about who you are and whose you are. You're going to have to explore some different aspects of you so that you can reinvent yourself, whatever that means, because everybody's, you know, everyone's reinvention is different. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And I want to leave that Absolutely. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. That was good. That was good. And she's right. You know, everybody's reinvention is different. Right. It is not the same for anybody. Right. And you'll definitely see that um, in the book when you read through the stories, you know. Um, and just the title alone was definitely enough to whet our appetite. <laughs> the title alone. <laughs> Absolutely. The title alone. So I know that you have done, um, like you said, you have authored a few books. Have they all kind of been the same theme? I know you said that was a part of how you began your reinvention. I'm assuming some of the things you did was, you know, to be able to write, Um, you know, and be able to speak about what you were coming out of. Mm -hmm. And you were doing this in the midst of still being in. Right. Correct. Right. Right. Yeah. The, okay. So here's what it is. The first book, the first book, the first two books that I co-authored in were 
pretty similar at well they all they were all connected as it relates to domestic violence Mm-hmm. Um, my my mm-hmm. journey and I'm and I and I and I start from my childhood, you know, just just different things that went on, and then as as an adult, mm-hmm. so they were all connected in that sense. Um, mm-hmm. And do you do you want me to share the titles and just kind of give a little something? Sure. Yep, that's fine. Absolutely. Okay. So the first book was um, before the was titled "Before the Vows Break." Mm. Now, in this book, everyone everyone in the book they were married. I was the only co-author in the book that had already divorced, (laughs) Mm, but, but I was Mm -hmm. encouraged to be in the book. And in my head at the time, God was going to restore this marriage. Now, mind Mm you, you know, it was, Mm -hmm. it it, it was domestic violence from the very beginning, but you know, you don't know Mm -hmm. what you don't know until you know it. So, (laughs) so I wrote that book, you know, it was part of that book and that was all great, fine and dandy. And then I realized, Hey, wait a minute now. (laughs) I don't think this is being restored. And I'm going to say this, <laughs> not that, not that I, not that it couldn't change because it did. But I feel like when you are in domestic violence and, and please hear my heart, you mm-hmm. can go along to get along because every, and everybody's yeah. journey is different. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's journey is different. So I could have stayed and I could have, you know, gone along to get along, but that doesn't mean that it was my truth. That doesn't mean that it was where I should remain. Sometimes again, right. because we're scared or because we watched our mother or we watched our grandmother, you know, we have family members that stay mm-hmm. in the cycle. So in that, when I got a divorce, so three years later, um, maybe, t- maybe two and a half, uh, another book uh, came out and I was a co-author and it finally free. In that book, mm. I was actually able to write the steps that I needed to take to leave the situationship physically. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what I mm-hmm. what I love about um this book, and I'm trying mm-hmm. to think I did I did an ebook after, right before your book too. I did an ebook and it was titled uh oh gosh, what was the title? My My Soul is Free from A to Z. And so it was encouragement for the soul, but I but I know I needed mm-hmm. to do that to literally again move away physically. So when your book mm-hmm. you came out with the vision for your book, I said, well, God, this is going to give me a different angle yes. to write about. You know what I mean? I don't have to keep talking about the domestic violence, but 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 I but I love to write. So I'm gonna come from a different angle. So I was excited about that because now it's it's a new journey. It's a new mm-hmm. journey. Yes. Yes. I love it. So it's almost as though you did a book for each phase of your process. Right. That's something. Right. And I believe that, you know, and, and even as we connected, remember, and I was like, you, 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 you yes. led by the Holy Spirit. And so was I, it was so, it's like God is, it has been right there the whole time. Right. Yes. Uh, yes. And I'm, I'm really excited about it now that you just said that. Cause that's, how, mm-hmm, <laughs> that's mm-hmm. right. absolutely. Every title is appropriate for, for the season. <laughs> yes. One leads to the next. Yes. That is awesome. It's just amazed me. I tell you, because I did when I approached this project, you know, and really, Uh, prayed about who was to be a part of it. I stand still in amazement as I hear the stories, as I hear you tell us the stories 
of, you know, what was going through your mind mm-hmm. and, and really how God was leading you to go ahead and be a part of the project. Yeah. It just inspires me. So just to hear, you know, that confirmation that you heard from him, you know, mm-hmm. how good that feels when you get confirmation <laughs> that you heard from him. Right. And this is what he wanted you to do. Right. So that never gets old for me. I, I just, I just love that. I absolutely love that. Wow. That's great. <laughs> So you, you know, I said it before and I'll say it again. We as women, I just, I don't even know if I really want to put that on women in particular. Mm-hmm. I think people, right. period, right. you know, we reinvent. And there are times when we go through something where we have had to reinvent and we're like, oh my goodness, this is the biggest reinvention I have ever had to do. And then something comes along and we have to evolve again, you know, reinvent (laughs) once more. So we reinvent ordinarily is not just a one-time thing, you Mm -hmm. know, it's, it's coming around more than once for sure. Mm -hmm. But if you can think back to, you know, other times uh, as you went through the process, as you reinvented after this situation and, um, now you have reinvented to rise, which is what you're talking about in this book. So you're mm-hmm. a, a reinvented woman. What can you say? What can you say that you offer the world now that you are reinvented? And, and just how do you feel that you're better mm. because of reinventing? Yeah. Great, great, great question. What can I offer <laughs> the, wor- the world now? Um I want to offer the world to be open, to be open to the things of God. Mm. We, mm-hmm. we are sometimes set in our ways. And I like to say this. Um, well, I don't say it. The, the Bible says it, but <laughs> God's, <laughs> God's ways are, God's thoughts are higher than our thoughts or God's ways are greater than our ways yeah. and thoughts higher than our thoughts. Right. I'm paraphrasing. Yes. Um, we, we don't, yes. we don't know the things of God. We think we do, but we don't. And so I'm mm. saying that to say, no matter what temporary situation and circumstance you find yourself in, there's always room for growth. There's always room for change. As long as we are open, as long as we are mm-hmm. open. So I want to offer the world to know that being open to the things of God is, is it's a beautiful thing. Just be open. And you just, you don't yes. know how, how God is going to do whatever God is going to do. Just be open and allow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. So that's what you, that's what you feel that you bring out of your experiences into the reinvented person you are. You're more open. I'm more open. I'm and going open with the to flow. what he allows. Yeah. yeah. Just go with the flow. Mm-hmm. Oh, be open to what God allows and, 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 and mm-hmm. go with the flow. Go yes. The flow. And, and, you know, it's funny because I often say growing up, um, my mother told me of the things of God and, you know, my parents, I was raised in a Christian home and mm-hmm. we went to church and, you know, did all of our, um, you know, studied the word and did all the things as, as I was raised in the fear and admonition of the Lord. <laughs> and it's funny because, you know, uh, for a long time, you live off of your parents' faith. Right. 
You know, right. you live off of your parents' faith. This is what they told you. This is what grandma told you. And because grandma said it, you know, grandma doesn't get anything wrong. So I'm, I'm going to believe that mm-hmm. this God that she believes in is 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 the God, um, you know, that I'm following also. So for a while, you know, up until you get to a certain age, until you really start going through, as my grandmother used to say, a couple of few things, you know, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, and you start living life. It's then that you develop your own faith. You know, yeah. faith really becomes real to you mm-hmm. and it gets strengthened. And it takes big girl faith to be able to say that you are open um, to anything. Just see where God is going mm-hmm. to take you. And it's amazing. It is absolutely amazing when you get to that point. And it's a critical point. Because you have to get there in order to really push forward and believe that there is something greater. Yes. You know, that's key right there. You have to be able to do that, to push forward mm-hmm. and say, well, that, yeah, that's good. that this isn't going to be like the last time. Right. You know, <laughs> I have faith that, you know, he is going to work this thing out. Yes. And because of that, I'm open. So as a reinvented woman, she, you know, Valerie is saying right now, she is more open. And she's saying that to you women out there right now, too, um, you know, who may be in the midst of trying to reinvent or who may want to reinvent some of the things that you'll get out of actually committing to the process. And that's something to look forward to and to be happy about. That's great. I love it. Absolutely. Thank you. Yes, it is. Ooh. I love it. <laughs> so, so tell us a little about what you're doing now. Share with us, you know, and I know of a couple of things, but I want you to go ahead and share for our listening audience. Okay. Look, and I'll, and I'll share, and hopefully I don't forget anything, then you'll have to. <laughs> <laughs> then I might have to remind you. <laughs> so thank you. I am, I am a co-author in another book. Um, that mm. will be launching in August titled um, Women Who Pray. Mm. Uh, and that's a collaboration with what I want to say, nine, 90 women. So there are 90 wow. women, 90 co-authors. And so wow. um, that that's that's encouraging because going through you know whatever we go through in life, it's very powerful to pray and then get up and do you know put some work in. But you definitely have to pray. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, uh, I am a TV show host now with uh, the Believe in Your Dreams Network, and um, yes. the the title of my show is titled "Own Your Truth." It, it, it came yes. before my vision of own your truth and rise. Cause that's who I, mm-hmm. that's, that's what I connect with now. But anyway, it's own your truth. Mm-hmm. And on the platform, I will be sharing um, information about domestic violence and, and, and interviewing men and women. I say men and women, but I've thus far I've only interviewed women um, mm-hmm. interviewing men and women who have been in domestic violence, who have taken the necessary steps to break the cycle go on the healing journey and and own their truth and rise and everything that they were called to be and do in this world as they show up mm-hmm. today. Um, and I'm still occasionally hosting um, on my Facebook page, um, sharing stories of women who have been in domestic violence. That's that's mm-hmm. currently what I'm doing now. I'm, I'm thinking, and then, you know, resting and healing because I always tell people, <sighs> 
we, you know, as women, we, we, we're, we want all these things and that's beautiful and they come and they come fast, right? But you're moving all the time. So it's, 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 it's a necessity, I feel, to make sure we take time to rest and continue to do the healing work while we're on this journey. So that is what I am doing. And then, of, co- of course, coaching on the side with owning, owning your truth. So that is what I'm doing currently and, and being open to, yes. to some other things. <laughs> right. That open is a big piece and you're busy. You're doing a lot of things, but the wonderful thing is, you know, that you're doing what you're purpose to do. Right. Right. Which is great, which is absolutely awesome. Absolutely awesome. So anything else you want to talk about? Um, anything you want to, as we're starting to bring things to a close here, any advice that you um, want to give to our listening audience? Mm outside of being open and thank you, Alethea, this has been really, really beautiful outside of being open, be willing to question yourself, like meaning ask yourself questions, go deeper, get curious. If you don't like the place that you are in, become curious, ask questions Mm -hmm. And when you get the answer, because you will, because we all have the answers within, when you get that answer, whatever that is, be ready to 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 move in that direction. Be ready to do whatever it says. Be be willing and ready to change. Um, we 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 pray. We desire. We want. We we reach out to our friends and our family, and but then when we get still and get quiet, we don't necessarily want to do what what you know what's revealed or, or you know make that change. And so we have to trust. Right. We have to trust that spirit that's inside of us. We have to trust that. And whether you say intuition, mm. Holy Spirit, your truth, whatever you call it, you know what it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Trust that. Trust it. And then, you know, I say move into your new. As we're approaching um, August, move into your new, all things new, and be open. Yes. Yes, I love that. All things new and be open. Absolutely. So something else I ask our authors be as we're wrapping up here, um, I like to give our um, audience some information from you that you, you know, want to share as far as resources go. Is there a resource that you want to recommend to the audience? It can be a book, um, you know, anything at all that you think our audience would benefit from listening to or reading or, or knowing about? Honestly, what's coming to me, and I always have to go with my spirit, a journal and a pen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm. Because yes. writing, and, and, and it's not for everyone, but I'm recommending it, a journal and a pen or a pencil. <laughs> writing, mm-hmm. writing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> releases creativity writing is a healer um you can you can you can pray while you're writing it's just so many things and i and i share this story really quick i say a pen and a paper mm-hmm. because i literally watched my life transform um as i wrote i i literally went from negativity mm. and and um low self-worth and all things bad 
to positivity, mm-hmm. to faith, and to vision. Mm. We have to get still and get quiet. Uh, I feel like mm-hmm. the, we're so distracted right now in this world. Uh, we don't take time out to really hear, you know, what God is saying to us. We don't take time out to even process and reflect on how we feel. Yes. And when you write, when you write, it's so freeing. Um, mm-hmm. It's so freeing. There, there's just so many benefits to writing. We have to write our own story. Well, it's already written, you know, depending on your faith. I believe it's already written because we're predestined. But again, mm-hmm. when you're going through what you're going through, you got to see what you don't see. And I'm telling you that pen and that paper, I had to visualize something, like you said earlier, greater than what I was mm-hmm. in. So I, I I recommend a pen and some paper, a pen and a journal, a pencil and some paper. Just write. Just write. Write the vision. Make it plain. There we go. That's it. <laughs> yes, that's it. Write it and make it plain. Because we perish without a vision, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We perish without it. And I, I like that as a resource because it encourages reflection. It encourages a daily check-in with yourself if you're mm-hmm. doing your journal daily right. so that you will, you know, on a consistent basis, check in to see how you're doing. Right. And from what other perspective is a better perspective than to hear how you're doing, then you actually writing it down. Right. And, and I'm going to say <laughs> so this. Like it's a resource that is readily available. Most of us have a pencil or a pen and a piece of paper. You understand what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I've, mm-hmm. I've heard some things and I'm like, oh, I want that book. But then I might not be in a position to buy that book. You know, right. that's the truth, because right. we are all in different places on our journey. And so we, yes. we have a pen and a piece of paper. <laughs> yes, exactly. We can find that. Right. Chances are we can find that pretty easily. Right. <laughs> we can find that pretty easily. Oh my goodness. All right, Valerie, thank you. Thank you so much for being with us today. This has indeed been rich as I knew it would be. And I'm thrilled to have you as a part of the project and very thrilled that you popped in to talk to us today. <laughs> Thank you, Alika. I, I really appreciate you. I, again, your spirit, your voice is just a beautiful, your beautiful presence. So I'm very honored and I'm very grateful. And I know many will be blessed by the vision that you have put out here to the masses. So thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you for your kind words too. And I'm I'm standing with you. I believe that many will be blessed by this. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. The Loft. Today in The Loft, we have a few resources recommended to us by our authors. Kizzy recommends The Secret by Rhonda Byrne. She also recommends our most recent book, Reinvented to Rise. Again, you can find all of these resources at your favorite um, book distributor. Amazon has the secret. And we'll also include the link for being able to order the uh, book, Reinvented to Rise, in paperback. We'll make sure to include the website for doing that in the description section of this podcast. 
And also it is available on Kindle digital book you can download via Amazon. Valerie recommends something simple. Valerie says her favorite resource is paper and pencil, paper and pen. Basically, something that you can use to journal because journaling is definitely the best resource for doing self-reflection and doing an assessment of where you are personally. And that's it. Okay, we've reached the end of the episode. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen. As you catch the elevator down, if you feel so inclined, rate, review, subscribe, and share with a friend. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Remember, every day is a new opportunity, and it's never too late to level up.